Welcome to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Got a special guest in the studio today, Tennessee Tech football player, junior this year, Devin Squires. Welcome back to the show, Devin. Thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, last time we had a little competition that you were on because I just had your dad. You know, you know, I can't go through the show without mentioning your dad. Yeah, Love <laughs> at the least guy. once. Love the guy to death. And I told him after the show last time that you you definitely outperformed him you know, <laughs> on the show. And he did not like that a whole lot. No, he didn't. <laughs> but just, just a little touch on him. Thomas Squires, All-American linebacker here at Tennessee Tech and was – uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame last year, well, a couple years ago now. And, uh, you know, I know that's a dream come true for him, but pretty cool for you two to be on the football team that he becomes a Hall of Fame member on. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. But also gives you uh, a little bit of uh, competition. Yeah, a little, little, little chip on the shoulder. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> little chip on the shoulder there. And, you know, we could tell that your freshman year, you know, you're all conference and a lot of accolades yeah. that freshman year. And, Recently had Coach Alexander on the show, and, uh, you know, we're talking about last season, and I think the average person doesn't know how close Tennessee Tech was to, you know, winning five more games yeah. than you a- actually did. And and I know, Devin, I know you're tired of close. I, yeah, I know that that's getting a little bit old, and, you know, you're ready to put some W's in the, the column and uh, become that football team, football player that, that you want to become, but you have to work your way to that. Yes, sir. And last year, uh, I know five games. You know, we I've talked about it with a couple of players from the team and the coaches and on the show. Five of the games you guys were winning the football game with under two minutes to go against very good opponents. Yeah. I'm talking teams that won nine and ten games and won their conference last year. So the average football fan probably wouldn't know anything about that, and and all they see was you know that it wasn't a win, and they don't think probably Tennessee Tech football is in as good a shape as it is right now. Yeah. But there's there's a lot of things for you guys to be excited about. You got a lot of very experienced players coming back. Mm-hmm. You had a very good freshman crop of players that are coming in this year to complement what you already have. So excitement has got to be high, and especially on the defensive side. Oh, for sure. We got a new defense coordinator, call him Coach B. To me, I call him the mad scientist sometimes. This is what (laughs) he's got going on. I've never had so much demanded of me physically and mentally, but I love it. The way we see it and see how detailed he is to it, like it seems foolproof to us. Like He has every answer for every question we have. And then our freshman class, I'm excited about them. They're honestly probably the most excited I've been about a freshman class. They're all athletic. They're all wanting to learn. They're all goofy. They're all good to be around. They're a bunch of great guys. And defense-wise, our attitude has changed completely night and day. It's honestly really good to be around a defense that everyone is excited about and everyone's bought into. I can tell everyone's bought into because last year you can tell how some people would worry about what they got going on instead of what the team had going on. Everyone's bought in to feel off one another, and the communication on the field is insane. Everybody's yelling. I mean, everyone's yelling from defensive line to linebackers to the secondary and the safeties everyone's yelling out something to make sure they know what they're doing before the play and it's so detailed now if coach wanted to ask hey what did you have on this we can tell him immediately and not being confused that's awesome and i can tell in, in your voice the excitement that you have and you know you guys are due there is no doubt in them you know going through covid you know when you came in and, and had to go through all everybody had to go through it yeah but it, it, it's a vastly different situation than just coming in as a freshman in a regular year and going playing football. COVID really 
was hard to handle, you know, from top down. I'm talking from athletic director all the way down to, you know, the person who handles the water, you know, uh, oh, yeah. for you guys. It's just it was a tough situation for everybody. But we're on the back end of that now. And as I said, the season uh, last year, what, the measuring stick for that season was the talented teams that you played and how well you did. And knowing as a defensive guy that you can do a lot better. Yeah. So that, that has to add to the excitement and the potential uh, for this season for the football team, and especially the defense at Tennessee Tech. Oh, yeah, for sure. The way we've got stuff now, last year, it, honestly, it felt it was really easy for people to game plan against us because we did the same stuff every single week. We might add a couple of different plays, but it came down to it, and when they called, we really just ran the same stuff. It wasn't any different. The way we got it now – we got multiple different fronts, multiple different looks. The way we run stuff now, like it's going to be very hard for people to game plan against us. It really is because they don't know what they're going to get. We can stay in one front the whole game when it comes to a certain team, or we can switch out of three different ones. Mm-hmm. You don't know what to do because the look is so different. Right. You don't know who's coming, who's dropping back in coverage. It makes people have to think. And the longer we keep doing that, it's going to be way hard for other teams to adjust. Yeah, and I, I like that thought process, Devin. I'm an offensive guy. You know that. But giving the offense the opportunity to sit and look at a defense, which is what everybody does now. Yeah. You know, they'll sit out, no huddle a lot of times. They'll sit out and take a look at what front you're in, where, you know, where are the overloads, and they can call a play. Whereas in old days of football, you huddled up, you called a play, you went and ran a play. You might call an audible. Yeah. But today's football on it's the not offensive as side, as it used to be. it's yeah, it's all it's all audibles based on what the defense has given you. So I love what you're saying in the fact that you can change around just as much as they can. So if you get a quarterback that comes up and they look at a defense and they read it and then they call a play, y'all can jump out of that defense and into another very quickly, which should confuse quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Because if you do something totally different, they call a certain play, they're going to have to call a different one. But say, our defense is so detailed to where us as a defensive line on the front, if we notice something before the linebackers do – and it has something to do with us, we can check it ourselves. They don't have to check it. We say, oh, we got this right here. We'll immediately check out of it and swish it to mm-hmm. something else. And they won't even know because we'll just talk some month ourselves. Unless it's something major, then we'll get a check from the linebackers. And half the time it's either we're switching the whole call or the call only switches for them and ours stays the same. And offenses are not going to know that. It's going to be hard for them to right. pick up on. I think in today's schemes, the, the – you know, with some of the rule changes and, and the way offenses are executing uh, on the offensive side of the football, anytime you can do that and cause some confusion because, you know, it gives you a little bit more of an advantage. Yeah. And back to the defense from last year, and I'm, I'm not being negative about mm-hmm. about any anything, but I'm up in the box, you know, I'm calling for ESPN, and, and what got me – in big-time situations where the game is on the line, it seemed a few of the times that, uh, you know, we just did not get it done, especially very late in the game. And yeah. a lot of those a lot of those not getting it done was over-the-top passes, you know, which, you know, when you're a defensive back, you're taught from day one in junior pro, do not let anybody get behind you. Yeah. I mean, that's a cardinal rule, man. And it, it seemed to happen more than it needed to last year. Do you feel like – the secondary is in a much better shape than it was last year. Oh, yeah, for sure. The way we have stuff now, how detailed everything is compared to last year, it's a night and day difference. Guys understand their responsibilities. They understand that these certain things can't happen. Coach B has burned it into everyone's brain, considering that's his whole area of expertise, that 
you have to do this this way or you will not play, period. And everyone understands that now. And all the coaches do now, especially our defensive lines coach too. Where you don't do it a certain way, you don't do it how he asks, you can't play as simple as that. And that's how his defense is. It's basically his Bible at this point. You do it this way and by this step and by this step, and you can't do anything wrong. As long as you do that and your job, it's foolproof. Way you, ha- you, see it. you have to be a believer that that's exactly what you guys needed. Yeah. Am I right? Oh, yeah, for sure. So he walks in, you, you meet your new defensive coordinator. How long did it take for you to know this was going to be something beneficial? Honestly, within the first 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 minutes, he introduced himself, and he straight up called us out. He said, if you don't believe we can do something with this and you don't believe me, he said, you can get out the room and leave right now. Mm-hmm. He was straight up honest. He's like, if you want to win games, put your hands up. If you're going to want to do it, it starts now, and it starts with this system, and y'all going to have to believe in it. And he said, if you don't believe in it, you need to leave right now. And everyone stayed, was standing up, stayed right where they were, no one wanted to leave. And at that point, he knew, okay, this is what I got. This is what we're going to work with, and he ran with it from day one. Probably kind of didn't want to even look around, did you? <laughs> <laughs> nah, everyone was just stone-faced. You just stared yeah. at him. You, just the way he commanded the room, you knew the guy was serious. Yeah, compared to the last guy, you knew he was serious. I've been to a few practices, and I can see the enthusiasm and, and the excitement. And there's, there's definitely nobody loafing around the field, nah. um, at all. Now the way he's got us now, he calls it the purple storm. No, nah, it's honestly you can if you were at practices last year compared to this year, it's night and day. Everyone's flying to the ball like the running back runs. If he looks inside, he should see probably eight or ten different players running in the same area, mm-hmm. and everyone's fighting to get the ball out too. Our biggest thing is swarming the ball. And getting the ball out, causing turnovers. Because the more we do that, more we're going to give offense opportunities, and we'll give more opportunities ourselves to even go pick up the ball and go score. I love I love that thought process, and you've done that before. Yeah. Uh, you, we won a big game there a couple of years ago when you recovered a fumble and ran it back in for a touchdown. But you know, if you th- if you think about that thought process, Devin, if you can create turnovers, not only does it give your offense another opportunity. But it gets you on the sideline sitting down and breathing a little bit and, and really gives you the opportunity to manage that game a little bit better. It does. But the main thing for us, it gives us the opportunity to demoralize the offense. We want them to not know what to do. We want them to be bickering with themselves and causing them to have miscommunication. That is our goal. We're supposed to make their job so hard to do. Yeah, and if you, if you become a team that creates turnovers, you know, sometimes – there's a little bit of gamble in there yeah. uh, with that style, and, and you know that. But at the same time, you, you know, sometimes you can make it look like you're gambling and really be in a, a, a set that's really uh, you know, not going to give the big play up. Yeah. So sounds like you're on the right track with the, the new defensive coordinator. Glad you're happy about it. Let's I check am. in on school real quick. Now, you're a junior on the field. I am. But you are a senior in the classroom. I am. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, it's been an experience. Had an extra year of football because of COVID. Since we played in the spring, it didn't count. Coming up on this fall and then this coming spring, I'll graduate. Now it's just a matter of getting all these classes done, getting B's and A's, make sure everything is all good going into the spring, Take get that taken care of, and then I get that degree. Yeah, that's awesome. And, that, you know, that kind of relaxes you a little bit too because and going into next year, you're going to have a, a few options you know, as to do you want to stay, do you want to go to graduate school? Since you're a senior, you you probably go ahead and graduate. You'll have that under your belt, which is really nice. Yeah. So if you decide that you want to stay and play another year, you'll have that option. If you decide you want to go into work or, or whatever else might be an option for you, that's just a great situation for the individual. Oh, yeah. I love football. I'm never giving up football if I have that option. Believe me, I have another year to play. I'm going to use it. 
Yo, I, I have no doubt in my mind that you're going to do that, Devin. We're talking to Devin Squires, all everything, football <laughs> player for Tennessee Tech, looking for a great season this year. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Got Devin Squires, really good football player over at Tennessee Tech University, but an even better person uh, in the seat today, talking a little bit about Tennessee Tech football as they get their season started. Devin, I remember fall camp. Things have changed uh, a lot since years ago when, yeah. when I was at fall camp. We, we used to have three days. Uh, NCAA is so structured now on time that they really – allow or may really make the coaches limit that contact time that they have with players now contact time can be meetings it can be on the field practice it can be uh weight mm-hmm. um, but you have a certain number of hours per week that uh you can do that and and they kind of really micromanage that a little bit more nowadays than they did in the past oh, yeah. but going through uh after spring practice, you guys had a good spring practice and you were able to concentrate on a lot of things. You got your new defensive coordinator in, yes, a couple of new coaches uh, in the mix also. But as you went into spring and moved into summer, that's when it starts becoming a little bit more real. Nowadays in college football, uh, most teams around the nation have their players in in July and the players take a class during the summer. Uh, that gets you guys together, gets you on campus, gets you to know the new players a little bit more than you would in the past because we never reported till August. Yeah. So it was a little bit later. So you guys are totally different nowadays. But that, that one month together gives you three hours of class. So it really helps you in your fall semester. And then also that, that time you get to socialize and meet those new players becomes very important. Oh, yeah, for sure. For the older guys, time frame was a lot shorter for us. We came in in June, had our basically like almost two and a half weeks, almost three, working out together, making sure that we set the tone for the younger guys. They didn't want to see us coming in the same time you were and then any guys that – had slugged off a bit, looked bad. That was not the standard we wanted to set at all. So had that whole month, came into July. Younger guys came in, set the example. They saw that this is what we do every single day, and y'all going to have to get with it or go back home. And it was a easy tone to set immediately, and they understood the assignment. I, I can just tell there, there's a lot of uh, motivation in your voice. You know, it's, it's time for you guys to reap the rewards. Yep. You've worked your hind ends off uh, – for a certain number of years. You had a great first year, incredible first year. And 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 then it's, you know, it's not been gone the way that you wanted to. Very competitive football team last year. We chronicled that. We talked about that. But you're ready to win some football games. What's it going to take this year? We know how important defense. Defense wins championships. You know, I've I've, 
heard and said that for years, and even as a head high school coach. And I'm an offensive guy, but defense, you know, wins games. Offense sells tickets, right? So what what do you guys got to do this year to get to where you and the coaches want this football team to be? I'd say one of the things I'll definitely take away from in fall camp and our defense coordinator, Coach B, showed us this video. It was the Arizona State head coach that was talking about football, and he made this big statement that probably will sing with me the rest of my life is that you cannot cheat the game of football. We only get so many games, but we spent almost the whole year preparing for it, and we're only guaranteed these 11 to 12 games, and we cannot cheat that, and we can't cheat the process. And that goes for everyone on our team day in day out no matter what's going on how hard we work you can't cheat the game of football that goes with class too if they can't show up to class do what they need to do and do what you're supposed to do especially when you're on scholarship and you have stuff getting paid for you have one job go to football and go to school and go to class you get that done and you pay attention to your keys that what you're supposed to do every single day then everything speaks for itself but it's going to really just take everyone being selfless and buying in and putting their egos aside and in fall camp, it showed at the beginning who was bought in and who was there for themselves. And believe me, we got that fixed really quick because everyone's tired of losing. I mean, I'm tired of losing myself. No one wants to be that average team anymore. Coaches have burned it in that we came here to win. That is it. We're talking to Devin Squires, junior, all-conference player over at Tennessee Tech. Came in an incredible freshman year and uh, is following that up with some good, solid play and going into his junior year this year on the field. So, Devin, what has stood out to you in fall camp? Um, Who has stood out? Who has been a surprise? Give us a little inside info on the defensive, defensive side of the football for Tennessee Tech. I'd say our attitude for sure this year and how he's got us to, how we got us flying to the ball, going for turnovers, being disciplined, never being satisfied. That's one thing I'm definitely taking away now is never being satisfied with what we got every single day. But some guys that are new and some guys that have been here that have come in and showed out there in camp are definitely some guys I'm very excited to play with. First player I'll probably want to speak about is a guy named Angel. He's from California. We just call him A.G., He's Samoan. He plays linebacker. Dude is not the biggest linebacker in the world, but that dude is squirrely. He loves to hit. That's all he loves to do, and he's smart, too. And I have a lot of trust with them being behind me and calling out stuff, especially around the field. And then we got a defensive back named Oka. I basically call him Mr. Energy. All he does is bring energy <laughs> all day, every day. He even burned into the fact that we don't have twos. We have one double A's. Is it the second group of ones? He doesn't believe in twos <laughs> at all. And I love that about him. And then we got Tone, who actually came from New Mexico, transferred over here. Mm-hmm. Tone's not afraid from competition. I mean, there'll be times that everyone gets to play on somebody. I mean, that happens. But Tone's like, line back up, do it again. He wants you to give him his best every single day. And I love that about him. Dude is scrappy, and I'm very excited to play with him. And then Gerald. Gerald was our one of our QBs last year, and then they switched him over to safety, and dude ran with it. It showed in the spring, and now there are some times in their walking in our scrimmage, man came down and hit someone I ain't seen being hit like that in a while, and I'm excited for him to come down the field. And I know he's going to make a lot of plays at the strong safety position and is also just going to be a force to deal with, especially in the run. And then the last person I want to talk about is – um. Tim. Tim came from Liberty. He's uh, one of my position guys. Dan Rickards was his teammates in high school. They both went to Nolansville. Tim is Tim is freakishly smart. He's really, really smart. I can tell by on the field and how he commands while he's out there. 
that there's not a single thing that gets away from him. He can see a guy slip out the backfield, try to go get in the flats, and Tim comes down and hits him like it's his life-giving job, and I love that about him. What what position out there, if any, uh, has, in your eyes, has improved the most from last year to this year? I know you had some coaching changes a little bit and some position changes and all that, so what stands out to you as kind of the most improved position on the defensive side? Probably, as of right now, probably the safeties, honestly. I mean, as soon as Josh Rofer left, Josh was a big hole we had to fill. They got some big shoes to fill. They really do. No doubt. But for sure, the guys we've put in there now, they're smart, they're fast, they're disciplined, and I have no doubt that their guys are going to be great this year. You've got a very tough schedule again this year. A lot of the teams uh, that you have on the schedule are, again, 9 and 10 win seasons from last year. So I don't don't think you'd want it any other way. No. Um, You're going to – uh, you have a lot of experience coming back, more than Tennessee Tech has had in a long time on the field. You know, some kids have been here five and six years and have uh, years of experience to show, and they're on the field and they're playing. You got to be really excited. I'm excited. I'm also nervous. I always get nervous before big games. I always <laughs> do. If I'm not nervous, then I know something's, something's wrong. wrong. But for me, it's going to be a setting point for the season. I love how we have our hardest games first because it basically sets the tone for all of us. It's either. The work is paid off. We see what we're doing. We got to keep running with it or it's going to be a wake-up call. Yeah, I don't want it to be a wake-up call. I don't think it should be one. As much as we've worked in this offseason, in the summer, day in, day out, waking up, lifting, meetings, then conditioning, doing that every single day, and then in camp, wake up, got football early in the morning, get a little break, eat lunch, coming back, doing meetings, and then sometimes you're lifting. And then after lifting, you get a little bit of time, and then you're back at night doing walkthroughs and most of the time we're not getting done until 9 30 at night and you turn around and do it all over again we all been through that this whole summer into fall camp we didn't do it for nothing yeah the guys came to work i came to work we want nothing more to come out with a w well if your excitement is any indication of, of how well the defense is going to do i'm, I'm really looking forward to any i'm looking forward to anyway but really looking forward to watching that defense perform this year we're with devin squires tennessee tech football player we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. Your host again, Sam Brooks. Got Devin Squires in the studio today talking about Tennessee Tech football. And we were talking a little bit about your season. You start off with Furman, uh, number five ranked football team in FBS um, out there right now. Had a 10-win season last year. And, and then, uh, you know, the schedule doesn't get any easier um, from there. Um, Got to be excited to – you know, finally get out on the field. A lot of folks don't understand you don't get to scrimmage anybody. No. You have to scrimmage your own players. Oh, and, yeah. and I know from experience that gets really old really quick. It does. You got to really be excited about seeing another colored jersey on the other side of the ball. Oh, for sure. For us, I know, especially for me, anytime we do have our first couple games, the play is different. My play is also different. It's like a, a switch gets flipped. You play so much faster. Your aggression is amplified every single time. And that goes for everyone. You can just see the matter and focus in everyone's eyes when tables are turned. You're not hitting your own guy anymore. You're hitting someone else. And then the same thing for them. They're going to get someone else. They realize, okay, I need to up my level of play, and that just goes for everyone. And I love the competition when it comes to that. You've been here a while. I'm going I'm to talk about some of the games that are coming up, and you can just give your quick thoughts okay. You know, on the games. We talked about Furman already, good football team. And then you go down to a Division One opponent, what we would call a money game, yeah. down to New Mexico. It's at 7 p.m. on Saturday the 9th. You didn't play New Mexico last year, so this will be a new one for you. It will. Flight's going to be long. Traveling's going to be crazy. But getting there, I am excited. 
the elevation is going to be a little bit different for us for sure. And then the dry heat too. Some of the guys are from Cali already understand and try to give us a little warning now. So make sure everyone's hydrated. But seen a little bit of them play when they played um, this past weekend. They play another team. I saw, I watched the game a little bit, see how they're playing. So I'm excited about that. I think the goal, and you know, is number one, you're excited to play Division One because, you know, everybody who was a high school player wanted to try and get to that highest level. So you're playing, you're you're really showing your skills against some players that actually went to a Division One school, and you've done that every year since you've been at Tennessee Tech. You play some very good football teams and and got to kind of max yourself against some of the the best talent that's out there. So that's got to be cool. But New Mexico, I think, gives you a unique opportunity that you feel like you guys got a good football team and you're really going to go in there and, and not just be a money game, but you're going to try and win that football game. No, exactly. For them, they just think we're just some regular FCS team. But for us, we see the changes that we had compared to last year. Personally, there's no reason we should lose a game. The only reason we would lose a game is if we give it to somebody. Because the way we execute stuff, there's no reason anybody should be able to just come and play us and just be able to score on us or just be able to score just like, especially for offense. There's no reason mm-hmm. offense shouldn't be able to just run away with it either. There's many opportunities that I know we'll give them this year too. Well, I, lo- I love that mindset. And, and one, you know, one builds on the other. So if you create turnovers and, and you give the offense a ball, you know, the more chances they get, the more opportunities they have to actually score. And that, that just feeds into the, you know, the winning attitude the winning mm-hmm. understanding that it takes and you know I've, I've heard and seen a lot of that already out of the folks that i've talked to at, at tennessee tech both coaches and players yeah. and you know talk a little bit about Dwayne alexander we throw him in there a little bit you know not not a more excitable guy <laughs> probably <laughs> anywhere i mean he you know we have our meetings in the golf tournament in the summer and he gets up there and talk we had limiting a little bit this yeah. year because you know he gets he gets crazy he makes everybody want to get ready to run through a wall up there we're just eating dinner yeah. <laughs> so so what what about coach a um for sure i can we all know how much the game means to him like there are times where he'll talk after practice and we know he gets so into it to where he gets emotional mm-hmm. and you know he cares about it. I mean, we know he cares about us, too. He wouldn't do what he does every single day, in a day in, day out, try to take care of us if this didn't matter to him. Yeah, and I think uh, one thing to me that sets you guys apart is the amount of community service that you guys, you know, a lot of people might say, well, why are they spending time doing that? But, you know, you're going to have a life after football, yeah. and it's about service and commitment, and that means a lot to your coaching staff and, your, and the players. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we want people to come to our games, I mean. If you don't help out your community, why would they come to your game? You're just a name at that point. You can have a big following and a lot of good stuff that y'all do in the field, but if you don't do anything for anyone else, what's the point of even doing what you do? We have the platform we have to obviously help people that aren't as fortunate as us. I don't understand why people wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, and you guys, I mean, I've seen you everywhere. The tornadoes, when they hit, you were there helping clean up. Uh, you're at schools putting out mulch. You're digging up trees. There, there's all kinds of stuff yeah. that you guys have been doing. I mean, I see the pictures all over the place. So congratulations on, you know, helping the community and being a huge part of that. We move on to North Alabama, 6 p.m. Uh, that's home. That's mm-hmm. the first home game. Got to be exciting, man, going into your junior year to get back on on the field, your home field, in, in front of your fans. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm excited to play them because I didn't get to play them last year. I missed out on that game, but definitely excited as a home opener. We got them last year. We plan to do it again this year, but we're definitely very, very excited. I mean, it's the first home game everyone wants to show up for the first home game because people got family coming to this game. 
sometimes it's a lot easier for people to have their family come to their first home game too. So I know everyone's excited about that one. A lot of excitement. School, you know, the new kids on campus, you know, be coming to their first football game, the freshmen coming in, they mm-hmm. did a freshman run. That's a pretty cool event. So that's going to be really exciting. And then you got Kennesaw State, who has been a very good football team and love the university down there. Uh, pretty much a, a very new university they've added to it a lot and they've had a really good football team home winning streak uh went for a long time i think it's 48 games that they went at home in a row down there so that'd be another tough uh test and a game that you guys uh really should have won last year yeah that's the game that's one of the games that's definitely been itching at me for sure just because they run the wt everything's down here so for us it's just smash mouth football. yeah so we i know last year the way it ended it definitely still eats under my skin a little oh, bit oh yeah now that they're coming on our turf, I'm going to feel like it's time to get our get back at this point. It's time to pay back what we should have won last year. Yeah, Linden won a new a new team you, you saw for the first time last year. And and uh, kind of the co-conference that you work with, they're in that other side of the conference and mm-hmm. came from that other side of the conference. And I think that's a team that you feel like you can play with. They they surprised a lot of people last year and had a good football team. And uh, But I think it's a team you feel like you can score on definitely and do much better on defense. Oh, for sure. I knew them coming up that a lot of people were going to try to doubt them. I'm like, I've seen teams like that all my life, especially in high school and now. They didn't come up from D2 for no reason. Right. They're in D1 now. They're in our conference for a reason. I knew these guys were good. Watching the film, their biggest thing last year when we played them was their quarterback. The quarterback was what ran their team, just like that's for Furman right now. And last year – I'm pretty sure we had, what, our most sacks in a game yeah. against that team. So, I mean, and the defense we have now is way better. So, I don't doesn't doubt me that we'll probably have – I think it'll be a fun game for us, honestly. They had a pretty good offense last year. I thought a very surprising offense. They and did. the quarterback was a, the mainstay there and did a great job for them. And, and I'm sure we'll be good again. South Carolina State um, – at South Carolina State. That'll be an interesting matchup. It's a first day game, well, second day game, 12.30 p.m. down there. What about that? I am excited about that one. It's yeah. HBCU. Yeah. Seen them play Jackson State earlier on when Dion was first there. I mean, it's a team we've never really – I don't think we've ever played them. It's yeah. At all. So, I mean, it's definitely a different team, but it's exciting, though. I'm, yeah. I like playing different teams we haven't played. It gives us a whole new chance to just bring some more confidence to the yeah, game, Yeah, it'd be too. a unique experience. It'd be neat to, to play a team that you've not seen before. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool for Tech – you got SEMO the next week back at home, Saturday the 21st. That's a day game, 1.30 p.m. You, you know SEMO very well. I do. Their iconic pin-and-pull offense. I will never forget that offense. But they got their star running back back all the way over there. And do try to pull a little prank and post some stuff about our school earlier on in the year. So ah. we got we got some for them this year, that's for sure. But so that's some locker room material then, sounds like. Oh, yeah. I have to check into that. <laughs> Robert Morris, uh, another good football team year in and year out, 11 a.m. Um, at Robert Morris. And, and that's a, another new team. I don't think you've played them before. No, we have. I do know a pretty good amount about them. I had an um, old high school teammate who played there. He graduated before me, but I remember him playing there. You know, at least to watch your stuff a little bit. But don't know too much entirely about them, how their team looks compared to last year. But new team, same mindset, same everything day in, day out. It's another team that we're just got to focus in, lock in, and just you, get it up. Usually after. a pretty good offensive uh, football team, so that would be a good test for you guys. Back home November uh, – Saturday the 4th, that's homecoming. Mm-hmm. Big big weekend for Tennessee Tech, all the alumni coming back, and against a big-time rival in UT Martin. Yeah. That game, as far as I've been here, UT Martin is always trying to get the best of us for sure. 
But to your, this year, it definitely feels different. Defense is not the same because they've always had a really good game plan against us, especially for their offense. And they've always had some really good athletes, good transfers coming in and out. Their offensive line's always been really good. But our defense is definitely different this year, so I should expect a different outcome. Another home game, uh, five home games this year, some pretty good matchups there at home. Saturday the 11th, Garner Webb. I don't know. You might know somebody uh, that, that coaches over there. I might. I'm trying to think who coaches over there. <laughs> I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I don't remember, but I have heard many different things about Garner Webb. Old quarterback we had, Bailey Fisher, used to be there. Uh, transferred from Tech, went over there for a little bit. And um, had one of our um, ODBs that was here transfer over there, too, mm. uh, Jamal Boyd. Don't know what his status is with the team now or if he's still there or not. But heard many things about Garner Webb. I know they're a good team, so it's just another team that we're going to have to be very disciplined on. Yeah, former offensive coordinator here at Tennessee Tech, uh, last quarterback to win the OVC championship, uh, is their head coach now, Garner Webb. And it's going to be neat to, to have Trey come back and, you know, be at Tennessee Tech, play at Tennessee Tech, really got to play a lot of golf with Trey. He's a talented golfer also. Really? He's a very good athlete, yeah. He's about my height, so I I like him. <laughs> I like people, uh, football players that are short as me that were good. So <laughs> that would be interesting to see uh, oh, yeah. Trey coming back on campus. And then you finish up at Tennessee State, always a very competitive game, and uh, I think you got a little payback for them this year. We do. Game last year definitely shouldn't have ended that way, but this game this year – Definitely some payback for sure for last year. And then especially last time we played them in Esau Stadium, had gone in overtime. They end up coming out on top. So now it's time to go back into the House of the Beast and definitely go back in there and come out with a different outcome. Always fun to go in TSU. That used to be some of my favorite games, man. I, I love playing over there. A lot of the cornerbacks they had at that time, they, uh, you know, was, uh, uh, had some NFL contacts. And uh, some of those guys ended up in the NFL. So it's cool to be able to play. You know, against TSU, I always love that game. So that'd be mm-hmm. a good one to end it on this year. Man, listen, I want to thank you for joining the show. You're about ready to get the season started, and you're going to be pretty busy. But we definitely want to get you back on the show, and uh, you know, hopefully maybe midway through season and maybe at the end you give us a little checkup I like that, uh, yeah, along sure. the way, however things going. But good luck, man. I uh, can't wait to see you on the field this year. You look like you're in great shape and ready to go. And It'd be nothing better for Cookville, Tennessee, in this area, and Tennessee Tech to bring home a winning season this year and you really prove some of the folks out there wrong and, and get uh, some reward for all the work and effort you guys have put in. So good luck on the season, and thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This is Sam Brooks with Local Matter Sports. Appreciate you guys joining us. See you next time.